0: Scott Singer, and you are now tuned into Biofuels Daily. It is Monday, January 20th. Helium walks into a bar. The bartender says, "We don't serve noble gases here." Helium doesn't react. Now to today's top stories. Our first story today comes out of Kenya. The cash-strapped Mumias Sugar Company is expected to resume ethanol production Friday after reconnection of power supply to the factory. Mr. Pomegali, Venkata Ramana Rao, the receiver manager appointed by Kenya Commercial Bank, or KCB, is to oversee the revival of the Miller Set, said yesterday a team from Kenya Power had visited the factory to inspect transformers before reconnecting the power supply. We are set to start ethanol production by Friday as we finalize plans to resume milling operations. Everything is so far moving according to plan, he said. The Miller... The miller currently buys bagasse and molasses from the privately run Butali sugar mills for ethanol production to generate some revenue for buying raw material from farmers, which remains a hurdle. Mr. Rao said the sugar milling would start in the next two months depending on availability of raw material. The receiver manager said he had put in place plans to ensure farmers are paid after delivering cane to the factory. Managers at the factory were yesterday locked in a meeting to review the ongoing preparations for the ethanol production. The latest developments are expected to boost efforts to revive the Miller after operations were shut down 20 months ago due to a crippling shortage of raw material and dilapidated machinery. Last Wednesday, suspected arsonists set on fire a section of the cane fields belonging to the Miller at Nucleus Estate. Mumias West Sub-County Police Commander Peter Katam said unknown people set the sugar cane on fire, but firefighters and the public put it out. Head of Human Resources, Mr. John Shinudu, said there were nearly 5,000 metric tons of cane, ranging from 24 to 27 months old, on the farms. The miller had earlier indicated that a deal had been struck with Buzia Sugar to buy the cane. The decision to sell the cane to Buzia Sugar Company was reached to avert losses due to fire incidents by arsonists. We plan to have the cane harvested and generate about 20 million Kenyan dollars, which will help fund our operations, he said. Our second story of the day comes out of Malaysia. Malaysia's palm oil inventory fell to 2 million tons in December last year, the lowest in 28 months, according to the Malaysian Palm Oil Board or MPOB. In a monthly data released last Friday, MPOB stated the inventory in December fell 11% from November's 20 from November stocks of 2.2. 6 million tons. The volume is also a steep drop from the stock volume of 3.2 million tons in December of 2018. MPOB said the country's CPO production for December dropped by 13.3% to 1.3 million tons from 1.5 million tons in November. The output of palm kernel oil fell 12.8% to 316,239 tons last month from 362,641 tons in November. The lower production last month was offset by the surge in imports by 64.7% to 123,029 tons, from 74,684 tons in November. Palm oil exports in December, which were comprised of CPO and processed palm oil, excluding other palm-based products, such as biodiesel and oleochemicals, was flat at 1.4 million tons, totaling the palm oil export revenue to RM3.6 billion. Biodiesel experts in de- exports in December stood at 44,904 tons, the highest since March 2019, and slightly higher than its volume in November at 44,153 tons. For 2019, the export revenue from palm oil and palm oil-based products reached RM 63.69 billion or 2.6% lower from the export revenue in 2018 of RM 65.4 billion. Singapore, Singapore-based Palm Oil Analytics owner and co-founder Dr. Sathia Varqua said palm oil's performance at the end of 2019 surpassed expectations. The overall data is seen as bullish, confirming weakness in production against strong exports even before the implementation of biodiesel plants by Malaysia. Palm oil stocks fell much deeper than expected after production declined by 13.3% at the end of the market estimate. The market was pricing in between 8% and 9% decline in stocks, he told the Malaysian Reserve. sathia said the surge in export volumes to Mozambique, Turkey, and Egypt in December has offset the lower volume for Malaysia's top palm oil buyers, India, China, and the European Union. Exports eased by just 0.67% against the average forecast of minus 5.9% as shipments to Turkey, Egypt, and Mozambique Offset the fallen exports to China, India, and the EU, he said. However, the exports to India, China, and the EU for the whole of last year increased by 75.4%, 33.9%, and 9.5% year on year to 4.41 million tons or 2.51 million tons and 2 million tons, respectively. In a research report, Hong Liang Investment Bank BHD expects CPO prices to remain high at above RM2500 per ton in 2020 and 2021. The CPO price is expected to remain considerably high, albeit not as high as the current level and it is unlikely for CPO price to sustain at the current level over the long term due to demand rationing in some major palm oil importing countries. We believe CPO price to chart at above RM2500 per ton, supported by the Indonesian government's launch of B30 biodiesel, the eminent palm output deficit from the drought and cutback in fertilizers, as well as the African swine flu, which is yet to show signs of abating, it said. Our third and final story today comes out of Italy. On January 15th, Italian regulators today find Italy's oil giant ENI over advertisements on TV and in newspapers, digital media, and petrol stations that falsely claimed ENI diesel was green. The watchdog states that the marketing campaign deceives consumers when it claims that the green diesel has a positive impact on the environment, saves fuel, and reduces greenhouse gas emissions. It is the first ruling against greenwashing in Italy's history. Italy's competition and market authority inflicted the highest possible fine of 5 million euros on the state-backed energy giant. The agency told Eni not to use the advertisement again after a complaint was launched by Italy's consumer organization Movimento Defesa del Cittadino, environmental NGO, Lega Biente, and Brussels-based campaign group Transport and Environment, or T&E. The oil company has been running ads on TV, print and online platforms since 2016. The energy company withdrew the advertising campaigns months ago. The watchdog's decision delivers a blow to attempts by fossil fuel companies to portray biofuels to politicians and the public as environmentally friendly and part of the solution to climate change. The ruling follows three extensions requested by Eni to provide further information and data to prove their case. Francesco Luongo, President of the Consumers Association of Movimento Defesa del Cittadino said today's authority decision represents the first important sanction for greenwashing over misleading advertising messages about how green a product really is. The production, the protection of the environment, is a fundamental challenge in the evolution of the global economy, as stated by the Green New Deal approved yesterday by the EU Commission, and claims should not be distorted or worse, falsified by companies through unscrupulous marketing that translates into unfair commercial practices to the detriment of customers. ENI Diesel Plus is a new diesel fuel that is 15% composed of hydro-treated vegetable oil, or HVO, from ENI's Venice Refinery. This ENI refinery makes HVO from crude palm oil and its derivatives, as shown by official data from the government energy agency, Gestor Servici Energetici, The watchdog ruling states that it's particularly deceitful to use the denomination green diesel and the qualifications green and renewable to refer to the HVO component of the product, mainly because of the indirect land use change emissions associated with palm oil use. It also argues that there's no justification or calculation That justifies the 40% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. Stefano Sifiani, president of Lengabiani, said today's a historic decision because for the first time in Italy, we officially talk about greenwashing. And finally, this big deceit against citizens performed by one of the greatest climate enemy, ENI, is exposed. The authority proved we were right but this is not enough. It's high time for the government to finally bet on truly sustainable development starting right now and stop subsidies for palm oil diesel until finally putting an end to all direct and indirect subsidies to those sectors causing climate change. Italian green NGOs urge the government to stop incentives for the use of palm oil and diesel as over 50,000 Italians have requested already. Italy is the second largest palm oil biodiesel producer in the European Union. More than half, or 54% of all palm oil and derivatives imported into Italy in 2018 were used to make biodiesel, mainly at Eni's Refinery at Porto Marghera, Venice. The palm oil comes predominantly from Indonesia and to a lesser extent, Malaysia, two countries with notable deforestation rates in the past two decades. Europeans are increasingly eating less and less palm oil, but are inadvertently burning more and more in cars and trucks. Last year, 65% of all palm oil reported imported into the EU, was used for energy, 53% of all palm imports was used to make biodiesel for cars and trucks an all-time high, and 12% to generate electricity and heating, which is another record. Palm oil used for biodiesel grew again in 2018 by 3%, while the use of palm oil to make food and animal feed dropped significantly by 11%. This trend proves that the imported deforestation from palm oil is mainly driven by the EU and national biofuels policy. Last March, the EU decided that palm oil is not a green fuel. should not be promoted because it causes deforestation. The use of palm oil in diesel will be gradually reduced from 2023 to reach zero in 2030, with some exemptions. Thus, Italy, like any other EU country, can amend today the national targets for renewable energy in transport to remove incentives for using palm oil and its derivatives in biodiesel. Veronica Anaris, Manager of Transport and Environment in Italy, said, There is no such thing as green diesel made from palm oil or any other food crop because they cause deforestation. Oil companies need to stop trying to mislead drivers and politicians with the fake claim that biodiesel protects the environment and our health. Instead, they should invest in proper clean fuels such as renewable electricity. The government should push palm oil companies to do their fair share to decarbonize the economy. Palm oil is known to be an import driver of the destruction of rainforests and wildlife. According to a study for the European Commission, biodiesel from palm oil is three times worse for the climate than regular diesel when indirect emissions from changes in the use of land are accounted for. Let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening and remember to always go green.